We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. My name is Bart Winkler, and this is the Bart Winkler Show. It is July 10th of 2023. The 4th of July holiday week has come and gone. It was a fun week. Did a lot of filling in, I did, on CBS Sports Radio. We'll be on Writer Than You again on Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. Stick around for that. Our complete home run derby breakdown, all-star game preview edition. Uh, Me and Tom will be bringing that to you uh, all over the country. So check it out. Also did a lot of work at Summerfest. Ooh, boy. Yeah. Getting kind of old for this. The standing around part. It was really great to see a lot of people. Uh, I did meet a lot of people that listen to the show, people that have interacted here in the space, people that never have. And that was very good uh, because, truth be told, I was just going to never come back from my 4th of July break and just kind of quit. But then all the people that said they liked the podcast, you kept me motivated to go. I kid, I kid. I'll be doing this till I get hired somewhere else. So I'll be doing this for a a while yet. Um, But Summerfest was fun. It was great to see a lot of people that we ran into. uh, Passing out stuff from Milwaukee Pro Soccer. uh, Talking to some kids. Talking to the families. Talking to the fans that are excited. And selling some of the merch. I was on my feet a long time. That was hard. Uh, the PF is still working overdrive. So that's been kind of difficult for me, but trying to do what I can to, uh, to make it better. I got some new shoes coming. So excited about that. This new soccer team that's coming, it's like, it's coming in 2025. And you can go drive and see where it's going to be. Sixth and uh, Michigan area, Iron District. And there were like, basically it was having the same conversation a bunch of different times, but different, like three different conversations. One would be, hey, is this, I don't know much about this, but I've kind of heard, is this going to be what I think it is? Absolutely. Uh, Then there were the people that were super charged up for it. Then there were the people that were, that will never, ever care about this team. Don't care about sports, probably. Might not even be sure the Bucks won the finals. You know, you can walk around this town and see who some of these people are. There's a lot of them at the festivals. And they come up to you at 5.30. They slam their glass down. They say, all right, I'll bite. What's going on with this pro soccer team? Is it MSL? Are you guys, are you guys the wave? Constantly that all fucking day but hey we did good and i'm proud to be wearing a name tag that says bart winkler brand ambassador the milwaukee brewers had a big weekend i am very eager to see how the second half plays out i would like to amend something that i've been saying throughout the season Uh, And that's that, like, I'm not as into this season as I was in the past. I realized that that means I'm not covering the team. So I went from, like, speaking Spanish 
and living in Spain, okay, and talking Spanish all day long to coming back stateside and keeping up on Spanish, you know, a little bit. That's essentially what I did from being someone who covered the team at the stadium and talked about the team and watched every game with the intent of being a fan, but also doing a show on the team to a guy who does talk about the Brewers on a podcast, but has other things that come up and other job opportunities that come up while the games are on. The Brewers were essentially my job. Now they're just a team I root for. So I think I was kind of shell-shocked in that. Like, I'm not as into the team because I don't know 100% of everything like I thought I did. I am as into the team. I very much want this team to be good. I'm very much rooting for them and watching them, you know, when I can. Uh, Let's see, Thursday, I... Well, Friday, Friday, I watched some as at home. Saturday, I couldn't. And Sunday, I watched some while I was doing the show. It's just that I can't, like, break down every at-bat like maybe I thought I could. And I think that was hard for me to realize. The Brewers did take two or three from the Reds. Reds do go into the break a game up. And they are going to be a force to deal with. Uh, I think that is a good baseball team. And they've got a a lot of good young players. And Ellie De La Cruz might be worth you know, a a win here or there by himself. So that guy is certainly the next big thing, and deservedly so, of course, his stealing of second, third, and home on Saturday. Corbin Burns, decent enough outing. Lowers his ERA to 3.94 with a win on Friday. Good enough to be an all-star. Okay, Uh, he replaces a guy that dropped out. Devin Williams gets the save there. Devin Williams is not going to participate in the all-star festivities. He gets another save, a big save, on Sunday. The Brewers win one nothing in that one. Game only goes two hours and four minutes. Wade Miley is terrific. Yeah, Wade Miley. I mean, I, Wade Miley's a more deserving all-star than Corbin Burns. I know he was hurt for a month, but I don't know. Who do we do the like? Should we do the who do you trust more in game one of a series? Is Wade Miley our ace? Uh, Colin Ray kind of got touched up a little bit on Saturday. Good to see Abner Uribe in there. You know, at the time when I remember I had uh, Javik Blake on from the Shuckers about a month ago, Uribe was on the Shuckers when I talked to Javik. And then he got quickly in the AAA and then quickly up at the big league level, went two innings, struck out two, uh, gave up a run. So the Brewers take two or three from the Reds, and they do finish with a 49-42 record for the First half of the season, they are a game behind the Reds and uh, just on the outside of the wild card if we start looking at that. But I think where they're at, seven games over 500, it got a little touch and go there, but I uh, I think things worked out for them. I think I think we're on the, the up and up. The Brewers also made a draft pick on Sunday night. At number 18, they take a third baseman, Brock Wilkin. He is six foot four. And he can hit bombs. He hit 345 this spring, 15 doubles, 31 homers for Wake Forest. He has a plus throwing arm at third base. I don't know how long it's going to take this guy to go through the system, but just by reading that alone, I think Brock Wilkin, uh, that that pick is going to get the the kudos marks uh, for me for sure. Do want to talk a little bit about the Bucs and uh, this Packers all Favre and Rodgers team. Also, I'm bearing the lead here. Grant Bills is going to join us for a quickie. We are going to settle the up north discussion once and for all today. We're tired of seeing it online. There is a correct answer to what up north is. And we're going to explain that and hopefully end the debate once and for all, but there is a correct answer on what up north is, and we're going to settle that. Happy Place Hemp. Do want to thank you guys for continuing to use the promo code BART, get you 25% off the now discounted products at Happy Place Hemp. What happened was they were making a lot of products and they were getting a lot of orders, and they realized 
that they could make the products for a little bit less because of how many orders they were getting. And they decided to pass the savings that they found that way on to you. They're passing the savings on to you and the promo code stays 25%. So they've essentially cut their prices 25%. And then the promo code, you get another 25% by using BART at happyplacehemp.com. The CBD gummies, CBD CBNs for the nine eyes, uh, the THC ones. And they do have one that they upped uh, a little bit on there as well. And I'm also going to start using more because I said the lotion really helped with my sunburn. And if you want to get real deep in the weeds here, I'm going to use it on my feet. Uh, I was talking to Chris over there, and I guess there's some guy who the balm, the CBD balm, like he swears it up and down for his plantar fasciitis. And so I'm going to give that a whirl too. And that's the kind of stuff that like this stuff helps. And that's why people uh, like it. So happyplacehemp.com, the promo code is BART, 25% off. Your order, we'll come back, we'll talk some Bucks, some Packers, and we'll get to Grant coming up. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline couple of things that I talked about on CBS Sports Radio that I can mention here. The NBA Cup that was announced. The Bucks have their group. It's like the Knicks and the Heat. This thing's going to be stupid. Um, the only way it's going to be cool is if a shitty team wins or if, like, the Bucks win with a bunch of scrubs or something like that. Uh, I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt, but I'm also kind of not – Although, if if this is the Bucks podcast for like live, I mean, there's plenty of great Bucks podcasts. I mean, look what um, the the Lockdown Bucks guys did. Name and Kane and Frank. I'm Justin. I'm bummed I wasn't able to get down there that night at Broken Bat. But uh, there's plenty of places to get good Bucks content. But we like to go live, and so we're gonna be. Oh yeah, I, I'm gonna say this now. This NBA regular season tournament is going to be stupid. But for the podcast, I will go all out with the coverage. Okay? So I'm going to try to make up the audience that I should have had during the playoffs in which the Bucks screwed us all from good times. And I'm going to go pedal to the metal with the NBA Cup coming up later. Uh, I talked about Bob Huggins wanting his job back. The guy, you can't – why doesn't he just retire? He's 69. Just go away. And Northwestern is fucked. What are they doing? Pat Fitzgerald is – is the reason that he didn't want to take a job the last 20 years because he loves Northwestern or he didn't want some of this stuff to come out that was going on there? When hazing happens in your program, you can't tell me a college coach doesn't know. These guys are the most detail-obsessed guys on earth. 
And why are we still doing naked hazing in 2023? Like the Brewers, they send their rookies out to get coffee at Wrigley Field at Starbucks. And even that's a little like, this is, this is weird. But they're not making people like take center quarterback snaps naked. What, what, are, we, what are we doing? What, what is with some of these teams? They get in the shower, get in the shower, get clean. Man, some of these guys in the shower, like I've been in locker room showers. Some of these guys, like, I go in, go out. Some of these guys in high school used to, like, hold court, swing their – just get out. What? Why are we all – we could be naked all the time. Why we got to make other people be naked? Stop doing that. It's ridiculous. So they're going to get the book thrown at them, I think. I think they're going to be in some deep shit. Pat Fitzgerald. Good job, man. The Milwaukee Bucks had a couple of summer league games, and they won them both. The Milwaukee Bucks, hey, who's the threats in the West? The Nuggets and the Suns beat them both. Um, Marjan Bochamp is the story, I think. 9 of 18, 23 points in the win over Denver. 20 points against the Suns in a comeback effort, and he had the alley-oop to himself off the glass. Eric Name asked Marjan a question that I want to play. The Bucks Twitter account tweeted this out. Uh, I also just wanted to mention Eric Name because he tweeted that the Andre Jackson Jr. contract was officially official, and I text Eric and I said, I hate when people say officially official. And then he gave me a thumbs down. And then I said, let's watch a World Cup game together. And he said, okay. Here it is. What does that kind of mean to you to kind of take that leadership role and, and let everyone know, like, hey, this is the intensity that we want? Man, it's everything. Uh, I feel like it's going to make a big jump in our uh, on our, our regular Bucks team if we bring that uh, that energy on the defensive side. And like, like, we came back from 10 points, you know, and uh, it was the defense and the, uh, the energy and the intensity and being, being physical. And, yeah, man, just playing. Like, uh, man, I, I love the way Coach Griffin – coaches man and i feel like some special is gonna happen oh okay so as this auto plays uh that is great to see I, i'm getting tired like I, the bucks so there's a lot of questions about their roster yet they've got 14 guys they still need a backup point guard where does this leave to nasus honestly real question and then who's going to be this other point guy that they're going to have and are they going to get colin sexton as this stupid nba twitter account who i'm just not into keep saying that they're going to get Colin Sexton and now here's the hang up. Okay. All right. I mean, basically you're Evan Massey without um, a name behind you, but I don't, I mean, we've been saying for a while, like I don't want Marjan Bochamp in any of these trades. And like, did, I mean, are you watching this guy? He is playing like Victor Webb and should be playing. Victor will be fine, but he looks like a man amongst boys right now. Marjan. And so let's get him some minutes this year. Absolutely. Get him in that starting unit even. This guy's tailor-made to play next to Giannis. And I can't wait to watch that. What's going to be interesting is if the Bucks do make a trade, there are two events I noticed on July 20th, a Thursday. Pat Connaughton has a camp for young women. And Bobby Portis is making an appearance at the Forward Madison game. Will one of them not be a Buck by that time? We'll see. Also, Pat Connaughton's got some beautiful apartments going up in Shorewood. The Bucks are just going to trade him away from those beautiful apartments that he owns called the Atwater, which is also the name of a school and a park and a beach, and now an apartment complex. A little redundant. I would have named it the Patwater. <laughs> People are like, how come you're only doing a podcast in your basement? Saying this funny shit all the time. I'm like, fuck if I know, man. Fuck if I know. So I am happy about the Bucks Summer League. Their next game is not until Tuesday. Tuesday night I will be live after the All-Star game. And we can do Bucks there too. Because they play the Nets at 5 and uh, I'll, just, I'll go live after the All-Star game, assuming people, like, care or watch. But we'll go live on Tuesday night after the MLB All-Star game. That will be the next live. 
And then I don't know what we're going to do for lives uh, coming up. Going to talk to Andy Herman this week. Going to talk to Tim Shea, as always. Um, do the, the Grant Paul trio. But we've got to find we got to find some reasons to go live. Women's World Cup 2 a.m. games, anybody? We could, we could work that out if you want. Speaking on the uh, Packers, there was an article that Zach Cruz put out. And Zach's been doing a lot of research on this about trying to figure out who the all-time team is for Packers Wire in the Farben Rogers era. So basically, what's the Packers all-time team from 1992 to 2022? And it's incredibly well-researched and thought out. Uh, PackersWire.usatoday.com. And when you start to read it, so, of course, it's Favre and Rodgers, and then Matt Hasselbeck gets to be the backup. Okay. The running backs are Amon Green, Aaron Jones, Dorsey Levins. All right. Fullback, William Henderson. Receivers. Look at this core. Devontae, Sterling, Jordan, uh, Jordy Nelson, Donald Driver, Antonio Freeman, Greg Jennings. Tight ends. Jermichael, Bubba, Chewy. Then when I got to the offensive line, this started. This stopped being like a fun article, and then I stopped and got pissed. David Bakhtiari, Chad Clifton, Josh Sitton, uh, Marco Rivera, Corey Lindsley. By the way, Bakhtiari with some movie recommendations. Uh, guy's got his head on his shoulders, absolutely. Brian Bulaga, Mark Tauscher, Elton Jenkins, Mike Wall, Frank Winters. This is at the point where I started to get mad. Like that, that, that's a that's a good that's a good thirty years of offensive linemen. Kenny Clark, Gilbert Brown, B.J. Raji, Mike Daniels, Santana Dotson. Reggie White, Clay Matthews, KGB, Aaron Campman, Nick Barnett, A.J. Hawk, Devondre Campbell? Made it over my guy, George Koontz? Hmm. But the point of this is the Packers have had some incredible teams in the last 30 years, and I do think that the conversation about should Packer fans be happy with two Super Bowls or should we, like, understand that we should have won at least one more we absolutely should have won at least one more are you kidding me the packers have been the packers have been on third base for 30 years and they only scored twice and a lot of times they got picked off at home they were in a super bowl that they lost favored by 14 they were in countless nfc championship games they blew one. They blew a 12-point lead with five minutes to go in one, which I'm not sure the organization is still recovered from. They absolutely should have another Super Bowl. Yes. Like, if you look at any fan base and you say, oh, you're, you should be happy with two in 30 years. I think anybody right now, even, even like the Chiefs or whoever, if you say you're guaranteed two in 30 years, Yes or no? You can play and try to win more, or, or you win less. I think every every fan base would say yes. Two Super Bowls in 30 years? Are you kidding me? Yes. I get two in the next th- – yes. But when you're as good as the Packers, like New England's got six. Imagine if they only had two with how good they were. Would people be saying, would people be saying oh, you should be happy for the two? You'd say, you wasted Tom Brady's career, man. So, nuance, right? And people struggle with that, especially on Twitter or on threads. People struggle with that. But, dude, we should have another Super Bowl, at least one. No questions asked. Grant Bills is going to answer a question coming up. You can also watch this video on the Dan Shaney YouTube stream. And you'll want to see it because I pull out a prop. I pull up a hundred-year-old map that I have framed in my basement. And so that's pretty sexy. DanShaney.com. Dan, S-C-H-A-N-I.com. You can check him out. He'll help you on your home, auto, work, business, whatever you need for insurance. He's your guy. Where does up north end? Where does it begin? Grant Bills, let's do it. This is the Bart Winkler Show. And if I'm going to talk about up north, I have to do it with Grant Bills. 
not just because you're a true Wisconsinite, but you've actually like lived in the area near where up north would be. So the DMZ. The yeah. DMZ. Yeah. What what is what is a problem? Because this I'm not the first to bring this up. I'm not the first to try to make content out of it, but I want to be the last because there is a definitive, there is a definitive answer to the question. What is up North? And I think the first thing that I want to get out there in doing this is you saying I'm going up North can mean one of two things. Mm -hmm. It can be, we are traveling to a place on the map that is more north than I am at right now. That's lowercase up north. We're going up north. That's a yeah. verb. Yes. But up north, capitalized, is an actual place. And I would like to hear your thoughts on where up north, this magical, mystical land actually stops and starts in Wisconsin. Well, it's not, it's not, my, it's not my thought. It's what's correct. And this is what annoys me about this topic is everyone's always opening it up for debate. This isn't a debate. Like you can say wrong answers in Travis Wilson's, you know, Twitter mentions, like you can throw around. That doesn't make you right. It's highway eight. That's what it is. That's, that's been decided. And I, this makes me more mad than any sports topic. I will be, I, and I have to stop myself from being a dick on Twitter because I kind of, I was being a little bit of, I, this, I gatekeep this. I get really mad. And well, I think so. Highway 8 is a period that runs from, we're talking like Forest Lake, Cameron, Cameron. Bradley, I mean, Pembine, Rhinelander. Mm -hmm. we're, 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 talking, we're talking up there. I mean, up north. I think there's two ways to look at this exactly. One is that when you travel somewhere, for instance, there's a great lake called Pearl Lake, and it is like heaven. Mm -hmm. And I have a buddy who has a cabin there. He actually has to travel south from where he lives to get there. Mm -hmm. If you just opened your eyes one day and woke up, you'd say, well, I must be up north. No, fam. You're 20 miles from Oshkosh. That doesn't yeah. Also, if you look at the state... Highway 8 is like the first highway that actually is above Minneapolis. I yeah. think it has to have some consideration. You can't be somewhere in Wisconsin and be up north if you are further south than the Twin Cities. Well, that's and that's a point I've never made. When you look outside of the context of our borders, when you look outside the lakefront and the riverfront, you need to consider other landmarks around so the minneapolis that's a point that i never thought of 100 percent. and bart the the pearl lake you said it feel it you would think you were up north that's just a testament to our state and the great lakes that we have so many right, right. like there's plenty of great there's there's killer lakes around lacrosse and i'm sure there's great lakes down around beloit you know there's we have wonderful beautiful lakes around beloit that look up northy i've traveled down to the algonquin area in illinois Mm -hmm. And you would think you are up north because there's like weird ass bars on rivers. And it's mm -hmm. just like, oh, this is but it's 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 not. You can get the up north experience outside of a camp bar in real life, you know, Wisconsin. Yeah. And just because you're from Chicago and going to Lake Geneva or you're from Milwaukee and going, you know, to Watoma or you're from Oshkosh and going to. Uh, you know, like outside Swamico. You're going north, but you're not up north. Let me take the camera off, if I may, hmm. and show you. Now, the problem, there is a problem with this, and that is that the, that is that the, no, I... that is that uh, U.S. Highway 8 was formed in 1926. Okay. But the map that I have here is a highway map built in 1924 is when it was commissioned okay so none of this area anything under let's start at lake winnebago the top of lake winnebago mm -hmm. across the state anything under that has to automatically be considered out of the running then you would even go up further 
I mean, you can't be level with Green Bay and be up north. No. That takes you over to, like, uh, what's up, Trempolo. And, and then we're still south of Eau Claire. Eau Claire has to be up north. A lot of people want to say Highway 29, but That's Wausau is not up north. So Highway 8 is the definitive answer. And on this highway, on this map, I think it's listed as Highway 14. But you got to be in, like, Hayward. Or Spooner. Yep. Or what else? Gordon. Eagle Barnes, Rhineland. Spoon Springs. Yeah. Minot. Barnes. And let me tell you something as well regarding up north. The UP is considered up north. Yeah. The UP is considered. So we think it's a Wisconsin thing. But the UP has just, I mean, that is, that is up north. And it may yeah. even have more terrain than Wisconsin does. There is a definitive answer to this, and that's really all that we're here to accomplish. I know you might have a cool cabin outside of Wisconsin Rapids, or I'm Black sure it's beautiful. Home. I mean, I'm this sure is it's a beautiful. beautiful we live in a beautiful state, but up north, it's not like a state of mind. It is an actual place with borders and boundaries, and it is Highway Eight, the Mississippi, Lake Superior. And then uh, Lake Michigan and Green Bay. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the boundary. It It is a place. The direction, lowercase, but it is an actual place. And I just think that once people just settle this argument and realize what they're arguing, they're arguing, they're trying to say, well, what is Wisconsin to you? It's It's the borders of the state. This is literally the same thing it is it's a state within a state and i know a lot of people uh who live in madison or milwaukee or like uh, oshkosh or appleton and they're like well i have a cabin outside of wisconsin rapids that's up north it's but and and it's not these people's fault you do drive up north and go to a place that looks like a postcard of some of these places at the top of our state but it is not within the boundary of what up North is. And I understand not everyone has been to Gordon or been all the way up there. And that's, you, but don't speak about what you don't know. Don't be on Twitter saying, well, anything north of Milwaukee or Madison, that's basically fucking up north to me because I've, you know, I've lived in Brookfield my whole life. Okay, well then you're, you're, I don't need your opinion on this. I don't need to hear you speak on this. And this does matter, Bart. There is a, there is a Madison, Milwaukee exceptionalism. And when we let this up north casual talk go unchecked, it, it infects other conversations. Like today, someone tweeted at me like they were mad about the closing of the concessions in the Brewer game because it only went a little over two hours. And this guy who's a good caller to my show, and if he calls this week, I'll talk to him about it. He's basically like, if they keep closing concessions this early in a short hour, they're going to lose Madison people. We're not going to come to games. It's like, oh, you poor, poor people that live, you know, an hour and five minutes from the ballpark. But when, they, when they're allowed to think, when those people are allowed to think up north is Wausau and we are in Madison and we can't close concessions early. We, we just lose scope of the state as a whole. For all the shows that think they're statewide, because everyone thinks they're statewide now it's, it's on those folks to understand this. And so many people don't, sorry. No, like Merrill, Medford, Anago, Tomahawk, Shatek. Don't cut it. Shatek's called highway eight. I love Shatek. I had friends and families count. I spent a lot of time at Chatech, but it's not, it's, we're driving north about an hour to have a fun weekend. That's not up north. Up north is like, you go outside at night and you're like, I'm kind of scared because I, it's silent and the pines look different and it's, it's, it's different. It's, and Chatech is great. Again, northerly direction, but Chatech is not up north. And I'll tell you the, cause we're radio guys. Uh-huh. The way that you can tell, if you ever want to test, if you don't have a map and want to test, am I up north? Get a radio because you will be able to, on your radio, find three stations tops. Right. Statewide includes the whole state. You know, you can't go up to Appleton and consider yourself a statewide show. You got to be across the state. So on a normal weekend, you'll be able to get three stations. Whatever rinky-dink station up there has the Brewers affiliate. You'll be able to get a swap shop. If you're not getting a swap shop, 
Well, like a buy sell trade. Well, yeah, where people buy sell their wares. You're not up north. And then the other one is there's one station that plays music, and it's either called the Wolf or the Bear or the or the Eagle or something like that. The Eagle. And that's it. That's that's all the three stations that you get. You get and your that's phone. You can tell. Like that's your compass if you ever don't know where you, you get, are. You get your farm reports in the morning. Corn price is up. Beef is down. However many cents. And I grew. I didn't grow up up north. I grew up about. A little, a little over an hour south of Rice Lake. So I was within spitting distance if you're driving, but I had farm report. Like even you get close up north. I love the farm reports in the morning. You know, beef's down a couple bucks, corn's down. You know, if the line for uh, Bill Michaels is shorter than the line for Pam Yankee, you are, you are up north. Yeah. You are up north. I want to go to the, uh, the golf thing in rice lake with bill i would love to i love rice lake it's like anytime you there's you're you're up in the middle of nowhere rice lake's not that big but it feels big because that's the hub for everyone and everything so the hospitals are on steroids the grocery stores are on steroids the malls that's another calling card of up north is any town worth you know more than ten thousand people it's going to feel like it's way bigger just because everyone's coming from an hour or two around to you know get their things yeah, you need to be. There needs to be a place that sells live bait, but it's the only one within thirty minutes. Yeah, you can't be like, oh, I don't want to go get bait here. I'll get it at the BP station or the Shell. No, these places. This is not. There's a there's a finite place where up north is, and I'm I'm glad that we're in agreement of this, and I hope that this is. Sadly, it won't be the end, but I hope it's the beginning of what is a realization of um of that this is an actual real life place it's a reckoning is what it should be because so many people are very wrong and i just i don't know it's this isn't a debate and yet we need to treat it like one to cater to the the dump the you know the people who don't know the truth hold my tongue a lot of people arguing on this topic have never been to lacta flambeau have never been up this far in the state and you should be disqualified right away. Where did where was your up north? That I mean, you're in Fondy, so you're on the other side of the state of where I grew up. But where would you go up north? What's the first town that comes to mind? Uh, I would think of Manaqua, where my aunt and sure. uncle lived for a while. I mean, that was up north. I've been to a, a cabin in Lac de Flambeau, and I've been to one just over. You know, mm-hmm. I think once you get like Escanaba area, we're talking mm-hmm. Upper Michigan now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember right across from Hurley, the strip club up there. My mom was born in a town, and I forget the name of it. Uh, Stoughton, maybe? Matt. Stoughton was in the UP. The town she was born in doesn't Houghton. exist anymore. Not Houghton. Not Houghton? Not Houghton where there was a fire. I was going to say, Houghton's one of the biggies. There's, there's Houghton and there's Marquette. Ontonagon um no it wasn't stoughton that's a place outside of madison i was gonna say unless it's another bad from the record tim can edit that out in post yeah no there was stoughton in uh upper michigan anyway i'll have to i'll have to double check on that i'll probably just edit that out is there a guest if i wanted to fill time with this this week because i gotta do six hours a day by myself is there a guest like a geographer who would i even I feel like there's got to be an expert on such things that I can. Like a Wisconsin map expert. Yeah. where the... I would look at the UW schools and the programs and one has cartography. And then I'd look at their staff page. I would look at the DNR offices. Ooh, that's, that would be good. Mm-hmm. I might do that. And then report back. And then I'll, I'll steal your content and play it on my show. <laughs> that's, <clears throat> that, excuse me. That's something that's going to live on my show four to six. Might be a little bit of a reach when I'm filling in on other programs. I live on my show. Hats off to you. For golf hat, by the way, forgolfapparel.com, promo code bar 10% off. I don't know if you're telling the story, by the way, on the pod. Uh, so if you're not, you can edit this out. But it was nice to see you this weekend. You came in and met a, another podcast listener in Madison after you left the Steve, which, by the way, are we calling it that now? I, th- I think I call it the Steve. It rules. I like that a lot. I think that's funny. Yeah, I got to see Grant. It was nice. And someone else. Yeah. I don't know if we're permissed to say who. I, I, 
He can bring it up if he wants. That's true. He can call and contribute. All right. See you, buddy. <sighs> See you, Bart. Thank you for being right on this. My thanks to Grant, and that's it. That's the definitive answer. We have settled the discussion about where up north is. That's it. It's over. It's Highway 8. It's Highway 8, and it is Mississippi and the lake and then the UP. And then, no, it doesn't even go down to Green Bay. It would just be the UP. That's where it is. There's an answer. So the next time you see a content creator put that out for easy likes, as I am trying to do, you say, the Simpsons already did it. Barton Grant got it covered. That's what you say. Got some voicemails from the last week or so. Let's hear those on the Carl's Place voicemail line. Carloft.com. Carloft.com backslash Bart. Takes you to a beautiful website where you can pick out one or build your own golf simulator. You've got that space. I've been talking about these for a while, and I know you have that space where you could put it. Or your father does, or your brother. I know you know a space where you can put a golf simulator. Carl's place, the place to do it. 402-915-BART is the number to call. Uh, this one's from Doug, who Doug and Racine called. I did the DA show last week. Doug was like, hey, what the fuck is this? I'll call in. So that was good. Here's Doug in Racine talking a little balls and strikes. Hey, Mark, Doug. Hey, um, I haven't called in a while. You know me, it's baseball season. Not a big baseball fan, but I'm rewatching the Burr game, and it just strikes me so horribly. Umpires are still calling balls and strikes. You know, I can't stand it. It's just awful how bad. You know, watching the game and how bad these umpires are, and they can't just freaking go to this robo umpire. I do not love the take. I don't think everything needs to be perfect. I am not someone who longs for a day where balls and strikes are called perfect. I appreciate that some of these guys interpret the strike zone a different way. Look, the strike zone, I know that these TV networks give us a box, but it's like the knees to the, you know, the chest, the nameplate, and every player is different. And so the strike zone is going to change. I don't know. I just, the players have errors. And so I think the umpires should have errors. Antiquated take. I know, I know, I know. I'm an old man. But that's uh, where I've always landed on this one. This is from the Sean O'Connell. was talking Jeopardy and how Aaron Rodgers sucked at it. On, I think, one of the Writer Than You shows. Hey, Bart, Sean O'Connell, hoping all is well. Just got done listening to Barter Than You on the Odyssey app. Great job. The one thing I did want to say, um, you had been mentioning and uh, talking about NFL suspensions in regards to gambling, and this is not a new thing for the NFL. Oh, yeah, and I was talking about gambling. Um, Paul Hornick, um, 
Green Bay Packers own, who had won an MVP, was suspended for gambling on games in the 60s, and that was it. And he had been an MVP. He was a very big star. Also, Alex Karras was suspended at the same time. Their initial suspensions were indefinite, and then it turned out to be for a single season. But it really shook up the NFL because at the time they were trying to build their brand, and they did not want any kind of integrity issues uh, to go along with that. And especially at that time in the 60s, boxing was still king. It was the biggest sport, but to look at boxing, there is there's always been an integrity of the results question. No matter what, when you saw boxing, you could always kind of think, well, it is adjacent to organized crime, and it only takes one person, uh, one participant to fake it, to, to fix it. Um, you only need one boxer to go in there and take a dive. Um, if some conspirators get to him. So that is probably why they do not want any kind of smoke in regards to that, because you can look in Japan, sumo is a huge sport for betting, and in the early 2000s they found out an awful lot of those matches were fixed, and the whole thing crumbled, it went away, and again, the NFL probably does not want that kind of smoke and the other thing you had mentioned was incentives, people meeting their incentives. Well, what's the difference if Tom Brady is feeding Gronk to get his receptions for an incentive? Well, the, the difference is you and I also know what Gronk's contract looks like. We can make that prop bet with a reasonable expectation that it's a good bet, it's a safe bet. Whereas, you know, with... Uh, uh, the gentleman with the Colts, he was seeing some things in practice and, you know, perhaps a particular player was going to be heavily featured in the game plan of the upcoming game, so he changed his bets from 25 to $50 to 1000 So that that is, it is a little bit of a different thing. I don't like gambling, it's not my thing, but when I hear you guys talk about it, the only thing that I worry about is the integrity of results and that's the biggest thing uh, I think is the NFL's concern. All right, thanks. So uh, the, yeah, the Jeopardy thing, I think that was a tweet I was thinking of that Sean got to me, but we were – the Sean O'Connell, I should say. But we were talking uh, gambling, and the, the situation I bring up all the time is Gronk. There was a game he needed seven catches for a million dollars for a season incentive. And I'm trying to think, like, what's the difference between that and doing an over-under on six-and-a-half catches for Gronk? What's the difference if he does that? I understand that you probably, probably shouldn't bet on your own team. Uh, you should never bet on your team to lose. Huge red flag. You're trying to have your, your team is trying to win anyway. So if I throw money down, I'm betting on myself. Where it's, you know, like if Jordan Love, if we're wondering if he's going to, bad example, because everyone assumes he's bad. But if the Chiefs one day, think that they're telling everybody that Patrick Mahomes isn't going to play. And then they all bet on the Chiefs, all the Chiefs bet on the Chiefs because they know Patrick Mahomes is going to play. Well, then, yeah, that's fucked up. You can't do that. The NFL doesn't want players betting on their own games or NFL games. That's fine. I think I, think I can agree on that. I still look at some of the gray area with the ground thing and player incentives. But for these guys that, like, be on the toilet betting on – a fucking basketball game and the team facility and that's illegal. That's that's stupid. All right, uh, Bucky Boyd has an email. Mark, Bucky Boyd. Uh, I would recommend you don't hear this until you need to fill airtime in a, a down week or something this summer. But um, let me just check the time here. Nah, let's keep this one in. Something about your July Sports Week podcast, one of your podcasts that week, where um, you were doing a live post game about the Brewers Cup series, one of one of the games during that series, and Austin came on and was talking about how how much he hates Cubs fans. And don't get me wrong, as a Brewers fan, I do too. Um, very much hate Cubs fans, but to place your drink outside of a porta john. 
would say are one of the staunchest rivals of one another in the country for this particular sport. You would just leave your drink outside of a portage on um, in an environment that you cannot control because you're inside the portage on without your drink. Um, you would just set it outside. You know, what kind of utopian, perfect world do you live in where you would expect said drink to be in the state with which you left it before you went into the portage on? Even if it wasn't a rivalry game, why would you even leave it outside of the portage on? That is disgusting. Somebody could walk past it smoking a cigarette and acid fall into it, or somebody spitting and they spit in the direction of the can or somebody spit falls in the can. That is absolutely disgusting. I, I, it just feels like Austin essentially hands the ball over to the couple fans and said, here, do what you want with this. Um, just bring the freaking can inside the Porter John uh, and, and drink it while you take a piss. I mean, you even said that you were taking a piss. Um, no, I don't want any beef with Austin. I'm just saying, like, the, the common sense in this scenario is, is a little questionable. I, just, I don't understand why you want to just bring it in with you so you can be in an environment where you control what is happening with your drink. Um, to just be in public and set your drink down as if nothing would happen to it, especially in this scenario. It's just insanely bizarre to me. I don't get it. But nonetheless, don't be. Peace and love. All right. And I'll wait Austin's response uh, on him setting a drink down outside the porta potty. Or the Porta John, or whatever the hell we're calling them. Do we have a definitive answer on that? Is that a brand name? I don't know. Does anyone want to go see the Barbie movie with me? For serious, I am uh, the the marketing got me. I I need to see this movie, uh, and I need to see it very quickly. Um. I really want to see the movie. I do. Very, very curious. It's got me. Absolutely. All right, fam. That's all for me. Up north is over Highway 8. I will be talking to some Packers this week. We will do a live show Tuesday night. Hope everybody had a good, safe fourth. Uh, if you have any fireworks that you are choosing to let off in the next couple of weeks, uh, save them for next year. Don't be a dick. And... Peace out, my dudes. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.